Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Fan Into Flame podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Warfel. Thanks for listening. If you don't already, go ahead and subscribe and follow us on all of our social media pages. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GoFlames1928. It's been over a year since our last episode. May 18th, 2020 was episode 10. We talked with Drew Kramer, a GMS graduate who plays football at Geneva College in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. We talked with him about how COVID was impacting his football experience. One of our most listened to episodes, so go check that out if you haven't listened to it yet. We need to get Drew back on sometime to get some updates, maybe after his season in the winter, we'll get him on again. But we didn't do any episodes last school year, mainly due to COVID and the changing nature of the sports seasons. But the hope is to have more episodes this year as we get started on a new sports season at GMS. The varsity soccer and volleyball teams have started practicing, so we're in sports mode again here at GMS. But I wanted to just give a quick recap of last year since we didn't do any episodes. It was obviously a very different and somewhat difficult season. A year ago this time, our fall sports teams started practicing, but there was no certainty that there would be any games to play. The state of Delaware was not allowing the DIAA teams to play, and so our league decided to go along with that and postponed the soccer and volleyball seasons to the spring, which made sense because the other teams in our league don't have spring sports like we do, so it wouldn't be conflicting with other sports like it would be for baseball and softball for us. But our kids wanted to play, and we felt like if we could do it safely, let's try to do it. And so DIAA ended up allowing fall sports in a postponed, shortened version of the season. So there were games happening. Refs were available. So I had two conversations with ADs from the MIL uh, that were crucial in us being able to play a fall non-conference schedule. Bill Smith from Tri-State Christian Academy and Dave Corbett from Delaware Valley Classical School were very helpful in getting some info on what they were doing for the fall and helping to find out um, some other schools to play because basically all the schools we would normally play, both in our league and the Easy Act and the other surrounding schools, were not playing. I think without their help, Bill and Dave, uh, we wouldn't have had a fall school, a fall schedule for, for varsity or middle school. So we put together a short non-conference schedule for varsity and middle school soccer and volleyball and played in a somewhat normal way, and it worked, and it was nice to be able to have that. After getting through that fall season with very few hiccups, we were looking forward to what might be a more normal winter basketball season, but that's where things kind of got really crazy. Again, we started practicing in early November, but didn't really have a game schedule in place. Our league decided to play, but it ultimately was out of our hands because the state of Delaware was going to make some regulations on youth sports, and because basketball is such a close contact indoor sport, there was talk that basketball would not be allowed at all in the state of Delaware, which we don't have to follow DIAA guidelines necessarily since we're not a member, but this was above the DIAA. This was the state. And so we had a few non-conference games scheduled in December, but most of our games had already been canceled because the other schools, mainly the Easy Act schools, were not playing uh, but we played our first basketball game, Varsity Boys with Masks, on December 1st at the Cross Christian Academy, and then played three more games the next week. And then on Monday, December 14, basketball was no longer allowed in the state of Delaware. The boys had played four games. The girls had only played one game. And the hope was that this was just going to be a few weeks of no basketball, and then the order would be lifted and we could play again in January. But the reality is... It was looking like there was a real possibility that our season was over. 
with just a few games being played. We basically didn't practice for almost four weeks, and it was disappointing in the sense of we had a bunch of seniors that loved basketball and had worked really hard for their last year, and to see them not get to play would have been disheartening. Thankfully, on Monday, January 11th, almost a month later, the, man, the ban on basketball was lifted and we were able to play again. So we got to work scheduling games. We played a very shortened conference schedule and put in some non-conference games against really anyone that was willing to play. We went to Lancaster, Pennsylvania. We went to Darlington, Maryland, to Baltimore. We were just trying to get games wherever we could. And the schedule was very much in flux. We had an away game scheduled in late January where we were an hour from boarding the bus when the opposing school called and said they couldn't play because they had a few kids that were exposed to COVID. And that's pretty much how the schedule went. Cancellations, postponements, that was the norm. It was, it was quite challenging to put together a schedule. But despite the difficulty of that, we were actually able to play a pretty good schedule in the end, and we were able to play our conference playoffs, which both the boys and the girls won the DBCAC uh, playoff titles, the girls for the second straight season and the boys for the third and fourth season. So that was exciting. And despite those, those difficulties, I, I was very thankful as a coach. Um, and it's easy to criticize decisions that are made, but I was very glad that the state allowed us to play because a lot of teams in a lot of states around the country were not able to play at all, including Maryland Public Schools, just, you know, just not far from us. They had zero basketball games last season. And I told our guys at almost every practice and game, play like it's your last because it literally might be. The season could get shut down at any time, and that's the kind of mentality we went through the season with. So winter sports ended, and then the big question was, what does our spring sports program look like? We typically have baseball and softball, but remember our league was planning to play soccer and volleyball. So after a lot of thought and, and surveys to, to kids and parents, we decided to do both. Huge credit to our new AD, uh, Mr. Tom Bull, for putting together both a baseball and softball schedule and a league soccer and volleyball schedule. That was a challenge because there were a number of high school kids that were playing both softball and volleyball or baseball and soccer, and so you couldn't have both games on the same day. And, and a huge shout-out especially to those students that played both, especially those girls who had softball practice right after school for two hours, immediately went inside the gym to practice volleyball for two more hours. And then once the game started, there were weeks where they would have volleyball games on, say, Monday and Thursday, softball games on Tuesday and Friday. You're playing four games a week. That kind of schedule is not sustainable in the long run, but we made it work for a couple months, and I thought our, our kids did a very good job at it. They were very successful at that. Our softball team only lost one game all season. And the volleyball team won the DVCAC championship for the second straight season in an exciting game against Calvary. Our soccer team also won the DVCAC championship against Chestertown for the third straight year. And if you weren't at that game, you missed out. It was at DE Turf, under the lights. You know, Chestertown went up 1-0 at halftime. Our fans were getting a little restless. Uh, but our boys ended up fighting through some adversity and won by a final score of 4-2. to And it was a great, it's always great playing Chestertown because they always... Uh, bring it in that rivalry and, and and after a season of mostly empty seats it was great to have a big crowd again there and have the boys feed off of that crowd energy so it wasn't your typical sports season but again we were grateful to be able to have a season at all and, and the hope is that this season will be a little more back to normal 
Um, so we have a good full fall sports schedule for both our middle school and varsity teams. You can find those schedules on any of our social media pages. One highlight on the schedule is that we are excited to be bringing back our varsity volleyball invitational tournament. That's on Saturday, October 2nd. We have four other schools that are going to come play in a one-day round-robin tournament. Central Christian, uh, FCA, Vanguard, which is a homeschool group from Maryland, and then Tome and Holly Grove are also coming to play in our tournament. So we weren't able to have that last year, so it's exciting to have that again. So we're going to have another episode in the coming weeks with previews of our fall sports teams and seasons. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Make plans to come out and watch some games this season. We really missed that last year. We had to we had to restrict some crowds. We're hoping not to have to do that this season. And so make some plans to come out and watch uh, these teams play. And uh, thanks for listening. And go Flames. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Fan Into Flame podcast. Thanks for listening. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and do that. And if you don't follow us on all of our social media pages, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GoFlames1928. Fall sports are here at GMS, and we're excited to be kicking off a new season this week. All four of our fall sports teams will be action this week, starting with varsity home games against Salisbury Christian on Tuesday, August 31st. So make sure you check out our schedules and make plans to come out and watch some games and support our athletes and coaches. They've been working tremendously hard over the past few weeks getting ready for their first competitions. One reminder, if you want to purchase GMS Athletics gear, you can do so on our 323 Sports online spirit store, which is only open until Friday, September 3rd. So if you want to make a purchase, do so soon. We have a lot of good items there. T-shirts, polos, joggers, hats, lots of good stuff. Go to any of our social media pages for the links to that store. Before we preview the season, just wanted to mention that it's great to see some of our GMS alumni playing sports at the college level. We currently have three graduates playing three different sports in college at the NCAA Division III level. Alex Segal is a junior soccer player at Newman University in Aston, Pennsylvania. Alex is the all-time leader in assists here at GMS, one of the best to ever play here, and him and his Newman teammates start their seasons on Wednesday, September 1st at home against Rosemont College. One of the cool things about the D3 level is that you can find a free live stream of just about any game out there. So if you go to Newman's website, you can watch Alex's games on your phone or your computer. Drew Kramer is a senior football player at Geneva College in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. Drew is a running back this year, and they play their first game on Saturday, September 4th at the College of Worcester. We had Drew on a couple episodes ago talking about what it's like to be a college football player, so check that out and then follow along with their season. Uh, Andrew Acoth is a senior basketball player at Cairn University in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, just north of Philly. Their schedule hasn't been released yet, but they typically start games in mid-November, so stay tuned on that. Now, let's look a little bit at our fall teams, starting with varsity soccer. After having a few years of roster consistency, this year's team will look much different 
than last year. Of the 20 players on last year's roster, 12 are no longer on the team, 10 of whom were graduating seniors. That's a lot of roster turnover, and you're looking at a very young team this season. Gone are some of the best to ever play here. Augie Pacheco is the all-time leading goal scorer in GMS history with 102 goals. His brother Christian Quillen, along with Kobe Wright and Austin Schwarzenegger, were anchors of the back line for the last four years. Josh Willey is fourth all-time in assists and was a dynamic attacking player for four years. Carson Yutzi was an underrated part of the attack and was the third leading goal scorer in the DBCAC last season. That's a lot of talent that will no longer be on the field this year. And they led GMS soccer to a lot of team success over the past several years. Since we joined the DBCAC five years ago, the soccer program has played in five league championships, won three of them, and had a regular season record of 53 wins, three losses, and one tie. The only current league teams to have beaten us are Chestertown and Calvary. It's been a pretty dominant run over the last five years for the soccer program. Part of that is the talent, part of that is the experience, and the reality is you lost a lot of that as we head into a new season. But there are some solid returning players that will have to look uh, to step into new leading roles. Senior David Mendez has played keeper the last two years and has been phenomenal in the back in that role. He's also a great attacking player and hasn't really gotten to show that the last two years as the keeper. Juniors Nevin Yutzi and Cody Zare also will need to step in and fill some voids left by the graduating seniors. Nevin was sixth in the DVCAC in goals and fourth in assists last season and plays as hard as anyone. And I was very impressed with Cody's play in defending the last half of the season in the spring. He really became a solid piece to that back line and will look to be the leading man this year. So it's definitely a much different team than last year. There's been a lot of league games over the past five years where the outcome of the game was never really in question, even before the game started. You're looking at a much more competitive league schedule this year for our boys. Chestertown didn't lose a lot of players from a really solid team last year that took us to the brink in the championship game. Concord finished tied for second in the regular season last year. They also return a lot of guys. Calvary returns most of their top scorers from last season. And I would imagine the teams in our league are excited to play against a really young, inexperienced GMS team. And it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. This team can still compete for a championship, but it won't be the dominating teams that we've seen the last several years. One thing I do know is that Coach Nathan Bechtel will have his team ready and prepared. They've been working really hard, and I'm really excited to watch this team play. While soccer is mostly a brand new team, Varsity Volleyball is the opposite. Coach Amber Clausen has almost her entire roster returning from last year's championship team, and the expectations are high for this group. They do lose a four-year all-conference player in Riley Humphreys, and she'll be greatly missed, but they return all the other starters besides Riley. Juniors Kaylin Yoder and Amber Humphreys, and sophomores Lexi Kramer, Lacey Mast, and Faith Troyer all return, and that group of five is very talented. They all have their ways that they contribute, and they're a lot of fun to work to watch. I'm telling you, if you have not watched these girls play, you need to come to some games this year. Last year, they had an overall record of 19-2. and two. Their only losses were to Central Christian and Chestertown, both of whom they played and beat later in the season. And in both of their losses, they were a little shorthanded due to some missing players. And without that, they may have well run the table last year and not lost any games. But they defeated Calvary 3-1 in the DVCAC Championship. And I heard about some comments made before the game from the referee pointing out the height difference between our girls and Calvary. We were majorly undersized compared to them, but this team plays hard and makes up for their lack of height with tremendous athleticism. Like I said, this team is talented. Most of them have played together for a number of years now. They don't have a lot of depth, 
They only have nine girls on the roster this year. In addition to the five I mentioned earlier, you have sophomore Gabby Greenlee and freshman Shelby Troyer, Ellie Welfley, and DeAndre Yoder rounding out the roster. In volleyball, you typically don't need a ton of depth like you might need in other sports, but at the same time, an injury here or there on a team with little depth can be a much bigger deal. So that might be something to watch, but I think this team can have another really good year and are looking to win their third straight conference championship. Like I said earlier, the season begins Tuesday, August 31st with varsity home games against EZAC opponent Salisbury Christian. That will start at 4 o'clock p.m. Come out and watch. We had to restrict attendance at games last year. At this point, we're not doing that this year, so anyone can come watch. If you can't get there, you can watch the volleyball game live on Facebook. And then Thursday, September 2nd, the varsity teams travel to another EZAC opponent and will play Holly Grove in Westover, Maryland at 4 o'clock. And the middle school teams kick off their seasons on Thursday at Calvary. Volleyball will play at 4 o'clock at Calvary at the school, and soccer will play at 4.15 at the DE Turf Sports Complex in Milford. Michelle Mass is coaching volleyball again. She's great. And Julio Gonzalez is taking over the head coaching role of the middle school soccer team. The first home games for middle school is Thursday, September 9th against Delmarva Christian. So thanks so much for listening. I hope you stay up to date on the seasons by coming to some games, following us on social media. We'll be talking with some of the volleyball and soccer players in our next episode, so stay tuned for that. Go Flames! Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Fan Into Flame podcast. Thanks for listening. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and do that. And if you don't follow us on all of our social media pages, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GoFlames1928. Fall sports are here at GMS, and we're excited to be kicking off a new season this week. All four of our fall sports teams will be action this week, starting with varsity home games against Salisbury Christian on Tuesday, August 31st. So make sure you check out our schedules and make plans to come out and watch some games and support our athletes and coaches. They've been working tremendously hard over the past few weeks getting ready for their first competitions. One reminder, if you want to purchase GMS Athletics gear, you can do so on our 323 Sports online spirit store, which is only open until Friday, September 3rd. So if you want to make a purchase, do so soon. We have a lot of good items there, t-shirts, polos, joggers, hats, lots of good stuff. Go to any of our social media pages for the links to that store. Before we pre preview the season, just wanted to mention that it's great to see some of our GMS alumni playing sports at the college level. We currently have three graduates playing three different sports in college at the NCAA Division III level. Alex Segal is a junior soccer player at Newman University in Aston, Pennsylvania. Alex is the all-time leader in assists here at GMS, one of the best to ever play here, and him and his Newman teammates start their seasons on Wednesday, September 1st at home against Rosemont College. One of the cool things about the D3 level is that you can find a free live stream of just about any game out there. So if you go to Newman's website, you can watch Alex's games on your phone or your computer. Drew Kramer is a senior football player at Geneva College in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. Drew is a running back this year, and they play their first game on Saturday, September 4th at the College of Worcester. We had Drew on a couple episodes ago talking about what it's like to be a college football player, so check that out and then follow along with their season. Uh, Andrew Acoff is a senior basketball player at Cairn University in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, just north of Philly. Their schedule hasn't been released yet, but they typically start games in mid-November, so stay tuned on that. 
Now let's look a little bit at our fall teams, starting with varsity soccer. After having a few years of roster consistency, this year's team will look much different than last year. Of the 20 players on last year's roster, 12 are no longer on the team, 10 of whom were graduating seniors. That's a lot of roster turnover, and you're looking at a very young team this season. Gone are some of the best to ever play here. Augie Pacheco is the all-time leading goal scorer in GMS history with 102 goals. His brother Christian Quillen, along with Kobe Wright and Austin Schwarzenegger, were anchors of the back line for the last four years. Josh Willie is fourth all-time in assists and was a dynamic attacking player for four years. Carson Yutzi was an underrated part of the attack and was the third leading goal scorer in the DBCAC last season. That's a lot of talent that will no longer be on the field this year. And they led GMS soccer to a lot of team success over the past several years. Since we joined the DBCAC five years ago, the soccer program has played in five league championships, won three of them, and had a regular season record of 53 wins, three losses, and one tie. The only current lead teams to have beaten us are Chestertown and Calvary. It's been a pretty dominant run over the last five years for the soccer program. Part of that is the talent, part of that is the experience, and the reality is you lost a lot of that as we head into a new season. But there are some solid returning players that will have to look uh, to step into new leading roles. Senior David Mendez has played keeper the last two years and has been phenomenal in the back in that role. He's also a great attacking player and hasn't really gotten to show that the last two years as the keeper. Juniors Nevin Yutzi and Cody Zare also will need to step in and fill some voids left by the graduating seniors. Nevin was sixth in the DVCAC in goals and fourth in assists last season and plays as hard as anyone. And I was very impressed with Cody's play in defending the last half of the season in the spring. He really became a solid piece to that back line and will look to be the leading man this year. So it's definitely a much different team than last year. There's been a lot of league games over the past five years where the outcome of the game was never really in question, even before the game started. You're looking at a much more competitive league schedule this year for our boys. Chestertown didn't lose a lot of players from a really solid team last year that took us to the brink in the championship game. Concord finished tied for second in the regular season last year. They also return a lot of guys. Calvary returns most of their top scores from last season. And I would imagine the teams in our league are excited to play against a really young, inexperienced GMS team. And it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. This team can still compete for a championship, but it won't be the dominating teams that we've seen the last several years. One thing I do know is that Coach Nathan Bechtel will have his team ready and prepared. They've been working really hard, and I'm really excited to watch this team play. While soccer is mostly a brand new team, Varsity Volleyball is the opposite. Coach Amber Clausen has almost her entire roster returning from last year's championship team, and the expectations are high for this group. They do lose a four-year all-conference player in Riley Humphreys, and she'll be greatly missed, but they return all the other starters besides Riley. Juniors Kaylin Yoder and Amber Humphreys, and sophomores Lexi Kramer, Lacey Mast, and Faith Troyer all return, and that group of five is very talented. They all have their ways that they contribute, and they're a lot of fun to work to watch. I'm telling you, if you have not watched these girls play, you need to come to some games this year. Last year, they had an overall record of 19-2. and Their only losses were to Central Christian and Chestertown, both of whom they played and beat later in the season. And in both of their losses, they were a little shorthanded due to some missing players. And without that, they may have well run the table last year and not lost any games. But they defeated Calvary 3-1 in the DVCAC Championship. And I heard about some comments made before the game from the referee pointing out the height difference between our girls and Calvary. We were majorly undersized compared to them, but 
This team plays hard and makes up for their lack of height with tremendous athleticism. Like I said, this team is talented. Most of them have played together for a number of years now. They don't have a lot of depth. They only have nine girls on the roster this year. In addition to the five I mentioned earlier, you have sophomore Gabby Greenlee and freshman Shelby Troyer, Ellie Welfley, and DeAndre Yoder rounding out the roster. In volleyball, you typically don't need a ton of depth like you might need in other sports, but at the same time, an injury here or there on a team with little depth can be a much bigger deal. So that might be something to watch, but I think this team can have another really good year and are looking to win their third straight conference championship. Like I said earlier, the season begins Tuesday, August 31st with varsity home games against EZAC opponent Salisbury Christian. That will start at 4 o'clock p.m. Come out and watch. We had to restrict attendance at games last year. At this point, we're not doing that this year, so anyone can come watch. If you can't get there, you can watch the volleyball game live on Facebook. And then Thursday, September 2nd, the varsity teams travel to another EZAC opponent and will play Holly Grove in Westover, Maryland at 4 o'clock. And the middle school teams kick off their seasons on Thursday at Calvary. Volleyball will play at 4 o'clock at Calvary at the school, and soccer will play at 4.15 at the DE Turf Sports Complex in Milford. Michelle Mass is coaching volleyball again. She's great. And Julio Gonzalez is taking over the head coaching role of the middle school soccer team. The first home games for middle school is Thursday, September 9th against Delmarva Christian. So thanks so much for listening. I hope you stay up to date on the seasons by coming to some games, following us on social media. We'll be talking with some of the volleyball and soccer players in our next episode, so stay tuned for that. Go Flames! Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Fan Into Flame podcast. Thanks for listening. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and do that. And if you don't follow us on all of our social media pages, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GoFlames1928. Fall sports are here at GMS, and we're excited to be kicking off a new season this week. All four of our fall sports teams will be action this week, starting with varsity home games against Salisbury Christian on Tuesday, August 31st. So make sure you check out our schedules and make plans to come out and watch some games and support our athletes and coaches. They've been working tremendously hard over the past few weeks getting ready for their first competitions. One reminder, if you want to purchase GMS Athletics gear, you can do so on our 323 Sports online spirit store, which is only open until Friday, September 3rd. So if you want to make a purchase, do so soon. We have a lot of good items there, t-shirts, polos, joggers, hats, lots of good stuff. Go to any of our social media pages for the links to that store. Before we pre preview the season, just wanted to mention that it's great to see some of our GMS alumni playing sports at the college level. We currently have three graduates playing three different sports in college at the NCAA Division III level. Alex Segal is a junior soccer player at Newman University in Aston, Pennsylvania. Alex is the all-time leader in assists here at GMS, one of the best to ever play here, and him and his Newman teammates start their seasons on Wednesday, September 1st at home against Rosemont College. One of the cool things about the D3 level is that you can find a free live stream of just about any game out there. So if you go to Newman's website, you can watch Alex's games on your phone or your computer. Drew Kramer is a senior football player at Geneva College in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. Drew is a running back this year, and they play their first game on Saturday, September 4th at the College of Worcester. We had Drew on a couple episodes ago talking about what it's like to be a college football player, so check that out and then follow along with their season. 
Uh, Andrew Acoff is a senior basketball player at Cairn University in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, just north of Philly. Their schedule hasn't been released yet, but they typically start games in mid-November, so stay tuned on that. Now, let's look a little bit at our fall teams, starting with varsity soccer. After having a few years of roster consistency, this year's team will look much different than last year. Of the 20 players on last year's roster, 12 are no longer on the team, 10 of whom were graduating seniors. That's a lot of roster turnover, and you're looking at a very young team this season. Gone are some of the best to ever play here. Augie Pacheco is the all-time leading goal scorer in GMS history with 102 goals. His brother Christian Quillen, along with Kobe Wright and Austin Schwarzenegger, were anchors of the back line for the last four years. Josh Willie is fourth all-time in assists and was a dynamic attacking player for four years. Carson Yutzi was an underrated part of the attack and was the third leading goal scorer in the DVCAC last season. That's a lot of talent that will no longer be on the field this year. And they led GMS soccer to a lot of team success over the past several years. Since we joined the DVCAC five years ago, the soccer program has played in five league championships, won three of them, and had a regular season record of 53 wins, three losses, and one tie. The only current league teams to have beaten us are Chestertown and Calvary. It's been a pretty dominant run over the last five years for the soccer program. Part of that is the talent, part of that is the experience, and the reality is you lost a lot of that as we head into a new season. But there are some solid returning players that will have to look uh, to step into new leading roles. Senior David Mendez has played keeper the last two years and has been phenomenal in the back in that role. He's also a great attacking player and hasn't really gotten to show that the last two years as the keeper. Juniors Nevin Yutzi and Cody Zare also will need to step in and fill some voids left by the graduating seniors. Nevin was sixth in the DVCAC in goals and fourth in assists last season and plays as hard as anyone. And I was very impressed with Cody's play in defending the last half of the season in the spring. He really became a solid piece to that back line and will look to be the leading man this year. So it's definitely a much different team than last year. There's been a lot of league games over the past five years where the outcome of the game was never really in question, even before the game started. You're looking at a much more competitive league schedule this year for our boys. Chestertown didn't lose a lot of players from a really solid team last year that took us to the brink in the championship game. Concord finished tied for second in the regular season last year. They also return a lot of guys. Calvary returns most of their top scorers from last season. And I would imagine the teams in our league are excited to play against a really young, inexperienced GMS team. And it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. This team can still compete for a championship, but it won't be the dominating teams that we've seen the last several years. One thing I do know is that Coach Nathan Bechtel will have his team ready and prepared. They've been working really hard, and I'm really excited to watch this team play. While soccer is mostly a brand new team, Varsity Volleyball is the opposite. Coach Amber Clausen has almost her entire roster returning from last year's championship team, and the expectations are high for this group. They do lose a four-year all-conference player in Riley Humphreys, and she'll be greatly missed, but they return all the other starters besides Riley. Juniors Kaylin Yoder and Amber Humphreys, and sophomores Lexi Kramer, Lacey Mast, and Faith Troyer all return, and that group of five is very talented. They all have their ways that they contribute, and they're a lot of fun to work to watch. I'm telling you, if you have not watched these girls play, you need to come to some games this year. Last year, they had an overall record of 19-2. and two. Their only losses were to Central Christian and Chestertown, both of whom they played and beat later in the season. And in both of their losses, they were a little shorthanded due to some missing players. And without that, they may have well 
run the table last year and not lost any games. But they defeated Calvary 3-1 in the DVCAC Championship. And I heard about some comments made before the game from the referee pointing out the height difference between our girls and Calvary. We were majorly undersized compared to them, but this team plays hard and makes up for their lack of height with tremendous athleticism. Like I said, this team is talented. Most of them have played together for a number of years now. They don't have a lot of depth. They only have nine girls on the roster this year. In addition to the five I mentioned earlier, you have sophomore Gabby Greenlee and freshman Shelby Troyer, Ellie Welfley, and DeAndre Yoder rounding out the roster. In volleyball, you typically don't need a ton of depth like you might need in other sports, but at the same time, an injury here or there on a team with little depth can be a much bigger deal. So that might be something to watch, but I think this team can have another really good year and are looking to win their third straight conference championship. Like I said earlier, the season begins Tuesday, August 31st with varsity home games against EZAC opponent Salisbury Christian. That will start at 4 o'clock p.m. Come out and watch. We had to restrict attendance at games last year. At this point, we're not doing that this year, so anyone can come watch. If you can't get there, you can watch the volleyball game live on Facebook. And then Thursday, September 2nd, the varsity teams travel to another EZAC opponent and will play Holly Grove in Westover, Maryland at 4 o'clock. And the middle school teams kick off their seasons on Thursday at Calvary. Volleyball will play at 4 o'clock at Calvary at the school, and soccer will play at 4.15 at the DE Turf Sports Complex in Milford. Michelle Mass is coaching volleyball again. She's great. And Julio Gonzalez is taking over the head coaching role of the middle school soccer team. The first home games for middle school is Thursday, September 9th against Delmarva Christian. So thanks so much for listening. I hope you stay up to date on the seasons by coming to some games, following us on social media. We'll be talking with some of the volleyball and soccer players in our next episode, so stay tuned for that. Go Flames! Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Fan Into Flame podcast. Thanks for listening. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and do that. And if you don't follow us on all of our social media pages, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GoFlames1928. Fall sports are here at GMS, and we're excited to be kicking off a new season this week. All four of our fall sports teams will be action this week, starting with varsity home games against Salisbury Christian on Tuesday, August 31st. So make sure you check out our schedules and make plans to come out and watch some games and support our athletes and coaches. They've been working tremendously hard over the past few weeks getting ready for their first competitions. One reminder, if you want to purchase GMS Athletics gear, you can do so on our 323 Sports online spirit store, which is only open until Friday, September 3rd. So if you want to make a purchase, do so soon. We have a lot of good items there, t-shirts, polos, joggers, hats, lots of good stuff. Go to any of our social media pages for the links to that store. Before we preview the season, just wanted to mention that it's great to see some of our GMS alumni playing sports at the college level. We currently have three graduates playing three different sports in college at the NCAA Division III level. Alex Segal is a junior soccer player at Newman University in Aston, Pennsylvania. Alex is the all-time leader in assists here at GMS, one of the best to ever play here, and him and his Newman teammates start their seasons on Wednesday, September 1st at home against Rosemont College. One of the cool things about the D3 level is that you can find a free live stream of just about any game out there. So if you go to Newman's website, you can watch Alex's games on your phone or your computer. Drew Kramer 
is a senior football player at Geneva College in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. Drew is a running back this year, and they play their first game on Saturday, September 4th at the College of Worcester. We had Drew on a couple episodes ago talking about what it's like to be a college football player, so check that out and then follow along with their season. Uh, Andrew Acoff is a senior basketball player at Cairn University in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, just north of Philly. Their schedule hasn't been released yet, but they typically start games in mid-November, so stay tuned on that. Now, let's look a little bit at our fall teams, starting with varsity soccer. After having a few years of roster consistency, this year's team will look much different than last year. Of the 20 players on last year's roster, 12 are no longer on the team, 10 of whom were graduating seniors. That's a lot of roster turnover, and you're looking at a very young team this season. Gone are some of the best to ever play here. Augie Pacheco is the all-time leading goal scorer in GMS history with 102 goals. His brother Christian Quillen, along with Kobe Wright and Austin Schwarzenegger, were anchors of the back line for the last four years. Josh Willie is fourth all-time in assists and was a dynamic attacking player for four years. Carson Yutzi was an underrated part of the attack and was the third leading goal scorer in the DVCAC last season. That's a lot of talent that will no longer be on the field this year. And they led GMS soccer to a lot of team success over the past several years. Since we joined the DVCAC five years ago, the soccer program has played in five league championships, won three of them, and had a regular season record of 53 wins, three losses, and one tie. The only current league teams to have beaten us are Chestertown and Calvary. It's been a pretty dominant run over the last five years for the soccer program. Part of that is the talent, part of that is the experience, and the reality is you lost a lot of that as we head into a new season. But there are some solid returning players that will have to look uh, to step into new leading roles. Senior David Mendez has played keeper the last two years and has been phenomenal in the back in that role. He's also a great attacking player and hasn't really gotten to show that the last two years as the keeper. Juniors Nevin Yutzi and Cody Zare also will need to step in and fill some voids left by the graduating seniors. Nevin was sixth in the DVCAC in goals and fourth in assists last season and plays as hard as anyone. And I was very impressed with Cody's play in defending the last half of the season in the spring. He really became a solid piece to that back line and will look to be the leading man this year. So it's definitely a much different team than last year. There's been a lot of league games over the past five years where the outcome of the game was never really in question, even before the game started. You're looking at a much more competitive league schedule this year for our boys. Chestertown didn't lose a lot of players from a really solid team last year that took us to the brink in the championship game. Concord finished tied for second in the regular season last year. They also return a lot of guys. Calvary returns most of their top scorers from last season. And I would imagine the teams in our league are excited to play against a really young, inexperienced GMS team. And it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. This team can still compete for a championship, but it won't be the dominating teams that we've seen the last several years. One thing I do know is that Coach Nathan Bechtel will have his team ready and prepared. They've been working really hard, and I'm really excited to watch this team play. While soccer is mostly a brand new team, Varsity Volleyball is the opposite. Coach Amber Clausen has almost her entire roster returning from last year's championship team, and the expectations are high for this group. They do lose a four-year all-conference player in Riley Humphreys, and she'll be greatly missed, but they return all the other starters besides Riley. Juniors Kaylin Yoder and Amber Humphreys, and sophomores Lexi Kramer, Lacey Mast, and Faith Troyer all return, and that group of five is very talented. They all have their ways that they contribute, and they're a lot of fun to work to watch. I'm telling you, if you have not watched these girls play, you need to come to some games this year. 
Last year, they had an overall record of 19-2. and two. Their only losses were to Central Christian and Chestertown, both of whom they played and beat later in the season. And in both of their losses, they were a little shorthanded due to some missing players. And without that, they may have well run the table last year and not lost any games. But they defeated Calvary 3-1 in the DVCAC Championship. And I heard about some comments made before the game from the referee pointing out the height difference between our girls and Calvary. We were majorly undersized compared to them, but this team plays hard and makes up for their lack of height with tremendous athleticism. Like I said, this team is talented. Most of them have played together for a number of years now. They don't have a lot of depth. They only have nine girls on the roster this year. In addition to the five I mentioned earlier, you have sophomore Gabby Greenlee and freshman Shelby Troyer, Ellie Welfley, and DeAndre Yoder rounding out the roster. In volleyball, you typically don't need a ton of depth like you might need in other sports, but at the same time, an injury here or there on a team with little depth can be a much bigger deal. So that might be something to watch, but I think this team can have another really good year and are looking to win their third straight conference championship. Like I said earlier, the season begins Tuesday, August 31st with varsity home games against EZAC opponent Salisbury Christian. That will start at 4 o'clock p.m. Come out and watch. We had to restrict attendance at games last year. At this point, we're not doing that this year, so anyone can come watch. If you can't get there, you can watch the volleyball game live on Facebook. And then Thursday, September 2nd, the varsity teams travel to another EZAC opponent and will play Holly Grove in Westover, Maryland at 4 o'clock. And the middle school teams kick off their seasons on Thursday at Calvary. Volleyball will play at 4 o'clock at Calvary at the school, and soccer will play at 4.15 at the DE Turf Sports Complex in Milford. Michelle Mass is coaching volleyball again. She's great. And Julio Gonzalez is taking over the head coaching role of the middle school soccer team. The first home games for middle school is Thursday, September 9th against Delmarva Christian. So thanks so much for listening. I hope you stay up to date on the seasons by coming to some games, following us on social media. We'll be talking with some of the volleyball and soccer players in our next episode, so stay tuned for that. Go Flames! Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Fan Into Flame podcast. Thanks for listening. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and do that. And if you don't follow us on all of our social media pages, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GoFlames1928. Fall sports are here at GMS, and we're excited to be kicking off a new season this week. All four of our fall sports teams will be action this week, starting with varsity home games against Salisbury Christian on Tuesday, August 31st. So make sure you check out our schedules and make plans to come out and watch some games and support our athletes and coaches. They've been working tremendously hard over the past few weeks getting ready for their first competitions. One reminder, if you want to purchase GMS Athletics gear, you can do so on our 323 Sports online spirit store, which is only open until Friday, September 3rd. So if you want to make a purchase, do so soon. We have a lot of good items there, t-shirts, polos, joggers, hats, lots of good stuff. Go to any of our social media pages for the links to that store. Before we preview the season, just wanted to mention that it's great to see some of our GMS alumni playing sports at the college level. We currently have three graduates playing three different sports in college at the NCAA Division III level. Alex Segal is a junior soccer player at Newman University in Aston, Pennsylvania. Alex is the all-time leader in assists here at GMS, one of the best to ever play here, and him and his Newman teammates start their seasons 
on Wednesday, September 1st at home against Rosemont College. One of the cool things about the D3 level is that you can find a free live stream of just about any game out there. So if you go to Newman's website, you can watch Alex's games on your phone or your computer. Drew Kramer is a senior football player at Geneva College in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. Drew is a running back this year, and they play their first game on Saturday, September 4th at the College of Worcester. We had Drew on a couple episodes ago talking about what it's like to be a college football player, so check that out and then follow along with their season. Uh, Andrew Acoff is a senior basketball player at Cairn University in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, just north of Philly. Their schedule hasn't been released yet, but they typically start games in mid-November, so stay tuned on that. Now, let's look a little bit at our fall teams, starting with varsity soccer. After having a few years of roster consistency, this year's team will look much different than last year. Of the 20 players on last year's roster, 12 are no longer on the team, 10 of whom were graduating seniors. That's a lot of roster turnover, and you're looking at a very young team this season. Gone are some of the best to ever play here. Augie Pacheco is the all-time leading goal scorer in GMS history with 102 goals. His brother Christian Quillen, along with Kobe Wright and Austin Schwarzenegger, were anchors of the back line for the last four years. Josh Willie is fourth all-time in assists and was a dynamic attacking player for four years. Carson Yutz was an underrated part of the attack and was the third leading goal scorer in the DVCAC last season. That's a lot of talent that will no longer be on the field this year. And they led GMS soccer to a lot of team success over the past several years. Since we joined the DVCAC five years ago, the soccer program has played in five league championships, won three of them, and had a regular season record of 53 wins, three losses, and one tie. The only current league teams to have beaten us are Chestertown and Calvary. It's been a pretty dominant run over the last five years for the soccer program. Part of that is the talent, part of that is the experience, and the reality is you lost a lot of that as we head into a new season. But there are some solid returning players that will have to look uh, to step into new leading roles. Senior David Mendez has played keeper the last two years and has been phenomenal in the back in that role. He's also a great attacking player and hasn't really gotten to show that the last two years as the keeper. Juniors Nevin Yutzi and Cody Zare also will need to step in and fill some voids left by the graduating seniors. Nevin was sixth in the DVCAC in goals and fourth in assists last season and plays as hard as anyone. And I was very impressed with Cody's play in defending the last half of the season in the spring. He really became a solid piece to that back line and will look to be the leading man this year. So it's definitely a much different team than last year. There's been a lot of league games over the past five years where the outcome of the game was never really in question, even before the game started. You're looking at a much more competitive league schedule this year for our boys. Chestertown didn't lose a lot of players from a really solid team last year that took us to the brink in the championship game. Concord finished tied for second in the regular season last year. They also return a lot of guys. Calvary returns most of their top scorers from last season. And I would imagine the teams in our league are excited to play against a really young, inexperienced GMS team. And it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. This team can still compete for a championship, but it won't be the dominating teams that we've seen the last several years. One thing I do know is that Coach Nathan Bechtel will have his team ready and prepared. They've been working really hard, and I'm really excited to watch this team play. While soccer is mostly a brand new team, 
Varsity Volleyball is the opposite. Coach Amber Clausen has almost her entire roster returning from last year's championship team, and the expectations are high for this group. They do lose a four-year all-conference player in Riley Humphreys, and she'll be greatly missed, but they return all the other starters besides Riley. Juniors Kaylin Yoder and Amber Humphreys, and sophomores Lexi Kramer, Lacey Mast, and Faith Troyer all return, and that group of five is very talented. They all have their ways that they contribute, and they're a lot of fun to work to watch. I'm telling you, if you have not watched these girls play, you need to come to some games this year. Last year, they had an overall record of 19-2. and two. Their only losses were to Central Christian and Chestertown, both of whom they played and beat later in the season. And in both of their losses, they were a little shorthanded due to some missing players. And without that, they may have well run the table last year and not lost any games. But they defeated Calvary 3-1 in the DVCAC Championship. And I heard about some comments made before the game from the referee pointing out the height difference between our girls and Calvary. We were majorly undersized compared to them, but this team plays hard and makes up for their lack of height with tremendous athleticism. Like I said, this team is talented. Most of them have played together for a number of years now. They don't have a lot of depth. They only have nine girls on the roster this year. In addition to the five I mentioned earlier, you have sophomore Gabby Greenlee and freshman Shelby Troyer, Ellie Welfley, and DeAndre Yoder rounding out the roster. In volleyball, you typically don't need a ton of depth like you might need in other sports, but at the same time, an injury here or there on a team with little depth can be a much bigger deal. So that might be something to watch, but I think this team can have another really good year and are looking to win their third straight conference championship. Like I said earlier, the season begins Tuesday, August 31st with varsity home games against EZAC opponent Salisbury Christian. That will start at 4 o'clock p.m. Come out and watch. We had to restrict attendance at games last year. At this point, we're not doing that this year, so anyone can come watch. If you can't get there, you can watch the volleyball game live on Facebook. And then Thursday, September 2nd, the varsity teams travel to another EZAC opponent and will play Holly Grove in Westover, Maryland at 4 o'clock. And the middle school teams kick off their seasons on Thursday at Calvary. Volleyball will play at 4 o'clock at Calvary at the school, and soccer will play at 4.15 at the DE Turf Sports Complex in Milford. Michelle Mass is coaching volleyball again. She's great. And Julio Gonzalez is taking over the head coaching role of the middle school soccer team. The first home games for middle school is Thursday, September 9th against Delmarva Christian. So thanks so much for listening. I hope you stay up to date on the seasons by coming to some games, following us on social media. We'll be talking with some of the volleyball and soccer players in our next episode, so stay tuned for that. Go Flames! Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Fan Into Flame podcast. Thanks for listening. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and do that. And if you don't follow us on all of our social media pages, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GoFlames1928. Fall sports are here at GMS, and we're excited to be kicking off a new season this week. All four of our fall sports teams will be action this week, starting with varsity home games against Salisbury Christian on Tuesday, August 31st. So make sure you check out our schedules and make plans to come out and watch some games and support our athletes and coaches. They've been working tremendously hard over the past few weeks getting ready for their first competitions. One reminder, if you want to purchase GMS Athletics gear, you can do so on our 323 Sports online spirit store, which is only open until Friday, September 3rd. So if you want to make a purchase, do so soon. We have a lot of good items there, t-shirts, polos, joggers, hats, lots of good stuff. Go to any of our social media pages for the links to that store. 
Before we pre preview the season, just wanted to mention that it's great to see some of our GMS alumni playing sports at the college level. We currently have three graduates playing three different sports in college at the NCAA Division III level. Alex Segal is a junior soccer player at Newman University in Aston, Pennsylvania. Alex is the all-time leader in assists here at GMS, one of the best to ever play here, and him and his Newman teammates start their seasons on Wednesday, September 1st at home against Rosemont College. One of the cool things about the D3 level is that you can find a free live stream of just about any game out there. So if you go to Newman's website, you can watch Alex's games on your phone or your computer. Drew Kramer is a senior football player at Geneva College in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. Drew is a running back this year and they play their first game on Saturday, September 4th at the College of Worcester. We had Drew on a couple episodes ago talking about what it's like to be a college football player, so check that out and then follow along with their season. Uh, Andrew Acoff is a senior basketball player at Cairn University in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, just north of Philly. Their schedule hasn't been released yet, but they typically start games in mid-November, so stay tuned on that. Now, let's look a little bit at our fall teams, starting with varsity soccer. After having a few years of roster consistency, this year's team will look much different than last year. Of the 20 players on last year's roster, 12 are no longer on the team, 10 of whom were graduating seniors. That's a lot of roster turnover, and you're looking at a very young team this season. Gone are some of the best to ever play here. Augie Pacheco is the all-time leading goal scorer in GMS history with 102 goals. His brother Christian Quillen, along with Kobe Wright and Austin Schwarzenegger, were anchors of the back line for the last four years. Josh Willey is fourth all-time in assists and was a dynamic attacking player for four years. Carson Yutz was an underrated part of the attack and was the third leading goal scorer in the DBCAC last season. That's a lot of talent that will no longer be on the field this year. And they led GMS soccer to a lot of team success over the past several years. Since we joined the DBCAC five years ago, the soccer program has played in five league championships, won three of them, and had a regular season record of 53 wins, three losses, and one tie. The only current league teams to have beaten us are Chestertown and Calvary. It's been a pretty dominant run over the last five years for the soccer program. Part of that is the talent, part of that is the experience, and the reality is you lost a lot of that as we head into a new season. But there are some solid returning players that will have to look uh, to step into new leading roles. Senior David Mendez has played keeper the last two years and has been phenomenal in the back in that role. He's also a great attacking player and hasn't really gotten to show that the last two years as the keeper. Juniors Nevin Yutzi and Cody Zare also will need to step in and fill some voids left by the graduating seniors. Nevin was sixth in the DVCAC in goals and fourth in assists last season and plays as hard as anyone. And I was very impressed with Cody's play in defending the last half of the season in the spring. He really became a solid piece to that back line and will look to be the leading man this year. So it's definitely a much different team than last year. There's been a lot of league games over the past five years where the outcome of the game was never really in question, even before the game started. You're looking at a much more competitive league schedule this year for our boys. Chestertown didn't lose a lot of players from a really solid team last year that took us to the brink in the championship game. Concord finished tied for second in the regular season last year. They also return a lot of guys. Calvary returns most of their top scores from last season. And I would imagine the teams in our league 
are excited to play against a really young, inexperienced GMS team. And it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. This team can still compete for a championship, but it won't be the dominating teams that we've seen the last several years. One thing I do know is that Coach Nathan Bechtel will have his team ready and prepared. They've been working really hard, and I'm really excited to watch this team play. While soccer is mostly a brand new team, Varsity Volleyball is the opposite. Coach Amber Clausen has almost her entire roster returning from last year's championship team, and the expectations are high for this group. They do lose a four-year all-conference player in Riley Humphreys, and she'll be greatly missed, but they return all the other starters besides Riley. Juniors Kaylin Yoder and Amber Humphreys, and sophomores Lexi Kramer, Lacey Mast, and Faith Troyer all return, and that group of five is very talented. They all have their ways that they contribute, and they're a lot of fun to work to watch. I'm telling you, if you have not watched these girls play, you need to come to some games this year. Last year, they had an overall record of 19-2. and Their only losses were to Central Christian and Chestertown, both of whom they played and beat later in the season. And in both of their losses, they were a little shorthanded due to some missing players. And without that, they may have well run the table last year and not lost any games. But they defeated Calvary 3-1 in the DVCAC Championship. And I heard about some comments made before the game from the referee pointing out the height difference between our girls and Calvary. We were majorly undersized compared to them, but this team plays hard and makes up for their lack of height with tremendous athleticism. Like I said, this team is talented. Most of them have played together for a number of years now. They don't have a lot of depth. They only have nine girls on the roster this year. In addition to the five I mentioned earlier, you have sophomore Gabby Greenlee and freshman Shelby Troyer, Ellie Welfley, and DeAndre Yoder rounding out the roster. In volleyball, you typically don't need a ton of depth like you might need in other sports, but at the same time, an injury here or there on a team with little depth can be a much bigger deal. So that might be something to watch, but I think this team can have another really good year and are looking to win their third straight conference championship. Like I said earlier, the season begins Tuesday, August 31st with varsity home games against EZAC opponent Salisbury Christian. That will start at 4 o'clock p.m. Come out and watch. We had to restrict attendance at games last year. At this point, we're not doing that this year, so anyone can come watch. If you can't get there, you can watch the volleyball game live on Facebook. And then Thursday, September 2nd, the varsity teams travel to another EZAC opponent and will play Holly Grove in Westover, Maryland at 4 o'clock. And the middle school teams kick off their seasons on Thursday at Calvary. Volleyball will play at 4 o'clock at Calvary at the school, and soccer will play at 4.15 at the DE Turf Sports Complex in Milford. Michelle Mass is coaching volleyball again. She's great. And Julio Gonzalez is taking over the head coaching role of the middle school soccer team. The first home games for middle school is Thursday, September 9th against Delmarva Christian. So thanks so much for listening. I hope you stay up to date on the seasons by coming to some games, following us on social media. We'll be talking with some of the volleyball and soccer players in our next episode, so stay tuned for that. Go Flames! Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Fan Into Flame podcast. Thanks for listening. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and do that. And if you don't follow us on all of our social media pages, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GoFlames1928. Fall sports are here at GMS, and we're excited to be kicking off a new season this week. All four of our fall sports teams will be action this week, starting with varsity home games against Salisbury Christian on Tuesday, August 31st. So make sure you check out our schedules and make plans to come out and watch some games and support our athletes and coaches 
They've been working tremendously hard over the past few weeks getting ready for their first competitions. One reminder, if you want to purchase GMS Athletics gear, you can do so on our 323 Sports online spirit store, which is only open until Friday, September 3rd. So if you want to make a purchase, do so soon. We have a lot of good items there. T-shirts, polos, joggers, hats, lots of good stuff. Go to any of our social media pages for the links to that store. Before we pre preview the season, just wanted to mention that it's great to see some of our GMS alumni playing sports at the college level. We currently have three graduates playing three different sports in college at the NCAA Division III level. Alex Segal is a junior soccer player at Newman University in Aston, Pennsylvania. Alex is the all-time leader in assists here at GMS, one of the best to ever play here, and him and his Newman teammates start their seasons on Wednesday, September 1st at home against Rosemont College. One of the cool things about the D3 level is that you can find a free live stream of just about any game out there. So if you go to Newman's website, you can watch Alex's games on your phone or your computer. Drew Kramer is a senior football player at Geneva College in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. Drew is a running back this year and they play their first game on Saturday, September 4th at the College of Worcester. We had Drew on a couple episodes ago talking about what it's like to be a college football player, so check that out and then follow along with their season. Uh, Andrew Acoth is a senior basketball player at Cairn University in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, just north of Philly. Their schedule hasn't been released yet, but they typically start games in mid-November, so stay tuned on that. Now, let's look a little bit at our fall teams, starting with varsity soccer. After having a few years of roster consistency, this year's team will look much different than last year. Of the 20 players on last year's roster, 12 are no longer on the team, 10 of whom were graduating seniors. That's a lot of roster turnover, and you're looking at a very young team this season. Gone are some of the best to ever play here. Augie Pacheco is the all-time leading goal scorer in GMS history with 102 goals. His brother Christian Quillen, along with Kobe Wright and Austin Schwarzenegger, were anchors of the back line for the last four years. Josh Willey is fourth all-time in assists and was a dynamic attacking player for four years. Carson Yutzi was an underrated part of the attack and was the third leading goal scorer in the DBCAC last season. That's a lot of talent that will no longer be on the field this year. And they led GMS soccer to a lot of team success over the past several years. Since we joined the DBCAC five years ago, the soccer program has played in five league championships, won three of them, and had a regular season record of 53 wins, three losses, and one tie. The only current league teams to have beaten us are Chestertown and Calvary. It's been a pretty dominant run over the last five years for the soccer program. Part of that is the talent, part of that is the experience, and the reality is you lost a lot of that as we head into a new season. But there are some solid returning players that will have to look uh, to step into new leading roles. Senior David Mendez has played keeper the last two years and has been phenomenal in the back in that role. He's also a great attacking player and hasn't really gotten to show that the last two years as the keeper. Juniors Nevin Yutzi and Cody Zare also will need to step in and fill some voids left by the graduating seniors. Nevin was sixth in the DVCAC in goals and fourth in assists last season and plays as hard as anyone. And I was very impressed with Cody's play in defending the last half of the season in the spring. He really became a solid piece to that back line and will look to be the leading man this year. So it's definitely a much different team than last year. There's been a lot of league games over the past five years where the outcome of the game was never really in question, even before the game started. You're looking at a 
much more competitive league schedule this year for our boys. Chestertown didn't lose a lot of players from a really solid team last year that took us to the brink in the championship game. Concord finished tied for second in the regular season last year. They also return a lot of guys. Calvary returns most of their top scorers from last season. And I would imagine the teams in our league are excited to play against a really young, inexperienced GMS team. And it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. This team can still compete for a championship, but it won't be the dominating teams that we've seen the last several years. One thing I do know is that Coach Nathan Bechtel will have his team ready and prepared. They've been working really hard, and I'm really excited to watch this team play. While soccer is mostly a brand new team, varsity volleyball is the opposite. Coach Amber Clausen has almost her entire roster returning from last year's championship team, and the expectations are high for this group. They do lose a four-year all-conference player in Riley Humphreys, and she'll be greatly missed, but they return all the other starters besides Riley. Juniors Kaylin Yoder and Amber Humphreys, and sophomores Lexi Kramer, Lacey Mast, and Faith Troyer all return, and that group of five is very talented. They all have their ways that they contribute, and they're a lot of fun to work to watch. I'm telling you, if you have not watched these girls play, you need to come to some games this year. Last year, they had an overall record of 19-2. and two. Their only losses were to Central Christian and Chestertown, both of whom they played and beat later in the season. And in both of their losses, they were a little shorthanded due to some missing players. And without that, they may have well run the table last year and not lost any games. But they defeated Calvary 3-1 in the DVCAC Championship. And I heard about some comments made before the game from the referee pointing out the height difference between our girls and Calvary. We were majorly undersized compared to them, but this team plays hard and makes up for their lack of height with tremendous athleticism. Like I said, this team is talented. Most of them have played together for a number of years now. They don't have a lot of depth. They only have nine girls on the roster this year. In addition to the five I mentioned earlier, you have sophomore Gabby Greenlee and freshman Shelby Troyer, Ellie Welfley, and DeAndre Yoder rounding out the roster. In volleyball, you typically don't need a ton of depth like you might need in other sports, but at the same time, an injury here or there on a team with little depth can be a much bigger deal. So that might be something to watch, but I think this team can have another really good year and are looking to win their third straight conference championship. Like I said earlier, the season begins Tuesday, August 31st with varsity home games against EZAC opponent Salisbury Christian. That will start at 4 o'clock p.m. Come out and watch. We had to restrict attendance at games last year. At this point, we're not doing that this year, so anyone can come watch. If you can't get there, you can watch the volleyball game live on Facebook. And then Thursday, September 2nd, the varsity teams travel to another EZAC opponent and will play Holly Grove in Westover, Maryland at 4 o'clock. And the middle school teams kick off their seasons on Thursday at Calvary. Volleyball will play at 4 o'clock at Calvary at the school, and soccer will play at 4.15 at the DE Turf Sports Complex in Milford. Michelle Mass is coaching volleyball again. She's great. And Julio Gonzalez is taking over the head coaching role of the middle school soccer team. The first home games for middle school is Thursday, September 9th against Delmarva Christian. So thanks so much for listening. I hope you stay up to date on the seasons by coming to some games, following us on social media. We'll be talking with some of the volleyball and soccer players in our next episode, so stay tuned for that. Go Flames!
Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Fan Into Flame podcast. Thanks for listening. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and do that. And if you don't follow us on all of our social media pages, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GoFlames1928. Fall sports are here at GMS, and we're excited to be kicking off a new season this week. All four of our fall sports teams will be action this week, starting with varsity home games against Salisbury Christian on Tuesday, August 31st. So make sure you check out our schedules and make plans to come out and watch some games and support our athletes and coaches. They've been working tremendously hard over the past few weeks getting ready for their first competitions. One reminder, if you want to purchase GMS Athletics gear, you can do so on our 323 Sports online spirit store, which is only open until Friday, September 3rd. So if you want to make a purchase, do so soon. We have a lot of good items there, t-shirts, polos, joggers, hats, lots of good stuff. Go to any of our social media pages for the links to that store. Before we pre preview the season, just wanted to mention that it's great to see some of our GMS alumni playing sports at the college level. We currently have three graduates playing three different sports in college at the NCAA Division III level. Alex Segal is a junior soccer player at Newman University in Aston, Pennsylvania. Alex is the all-time leader in assists here at GMS, one of the best to ever play here, and him and his Newman teammates start their seasons on Wednesday, September 1st at home against Rosemont College. One of the cool things about the D3 level is that you can find a free live stream of just about any game out there. So if you go to Newman's website, you can watch Alex's games on your phone or your computer. Drew Kramer is a senior football player at Geneva College in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. Drew is a running back this year, and they play their first game on Saturday, September 4th at the College of Worcester. We had Drew on a couple episodes ago talking about what it's like to be a college football player, so check that out and then follow along with their season. Uh, Andrew Acoff is a senior basketball player at Cairn University in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, just north of Philly. Their schedule hasn't been released yet, but they typically start games in mid-November, so stay tuned on that. Now, let's look a little bit at our fall teams, starting with varsity soccer. After having a few years of roster consistency, this year's team will look much different than last year. Of the 20 players on last year's roster, 12 are no longer on the team, 10 of whom were graduating seniors. That's a lot of roster turnover, and you're looking at a very young team this season. Gone are some of the best to ever play here. Augie Pacheco is the all-time leading goal scorer in GMS history with 102 goals. His brother Christian Quillen, along with Kobe Wright and Austin Schwarzenegger, were anchors of the back line for the last four years. Josh Willie is fourth all-time in assists and was a dynamic attacking player for four years. Carson Yutzi was an underrated part of the attack and was the third leading goal scorer in the DBCAC last season. That's a lot of talent that will no longer be on the field this year. And they led GMS soccer to a lot of team success over the past several years. Since we joined the DBCAC five years ago, the soccer program has played in five league championships, won three of them, and had a regular season record of 53 wins, three losses, and one tie. The only current lead teams to have beaten us are Chestertown and Calvary. It's been a pretty dominant run over the last five years for the soccer program. Part of that is the talent, part of that is the experience, and the reality is you lost a lot of that as we head into a new season. But there are some solid returning players that will have to look uh, to step into new leading roles. Senior David Mendez has played keeper the last two years and has been phenomenal in the back in that role. He's also a great attacking player and hasn't really gotten to show that the last two years as the keeper. 
Juniors Nevin Yutzi and Cody Zare also will need to step in and fill some voids left by the graduating seniors. Nevin was sixth in the DVCAC in goals and fourth in assists last season and plays as hard as anyone. And I was very impressed with Cody's play in defending the last half of the season in the spring. He really became a solid piece to that back line and will look to be the leading man this year. So it's definitely a much different team than last year. There's been a lot of league games over the past five years where the outcome of the game was never really in question, even before the game started. You're looking at a much more competitive league schedule this year for our boys. Chestertown didn't lose a lot of players from a really solid team last year that took us to the brink in the championship game. Concord finished tied for second in the regular season last year. They also return a lot of guys. Calvary returns most of their top scorers from last season. And I would imagine the teams in our league are excited to play against a really young, inexperienced GMS team. And it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. This team can still compete for a championship, but it won't be the dominating teams that we've seen the last several years. One thing I do know is that Coach Nathan Bechtel will have his team ready and prepared. They've been working really hard, and I'm really excited to watch this team play. While soccer is mostly a brand new team, Varsity Volleyball is the opposite. Coach Amber Clausen has almost her entire roster returning from last year's championship team, and the expectations are high for this group. They do lose a four-year all-conference player in Riley Humphreys, and she'll be greatly missed, but they return all the other starters besides Riley. Juniors Kaylin Yoder and Amber Humphreys, and sophomores Lexi Kramer, Lacey Mast, and Faith Troyer all return, and that group of five is very talented. They all have their ways that they contribute, and they're a lot of fun to work to watch. I'm telling you, if you have not watched these girls play, you need to come to some games this year. Last year, they had an overall record of 19-2. and Their only losses were to Central Christian and Chestertown, both of whom they played and beat later in the season. And in both of their losses, they were a little shorthanded due to some missing players. And without that, they may have well run the table last year and not lost any games. But they defeated Calvary 3-1 in the DVCAC Championship. And I heard about some comments made before the game from the referee pointing out the height difference between our girls and Calvary. We were majorly undersized compared to them, but this team plays hard and makes up for their lack of height with tremendous athleticism. Like I said, this team is talented. Most of them have played together for a number of years now. They don't have a lot of depth. They only have nine girls on the roster this year. In addition to the five I mentioned earlier, you have sophomore Gabby Greenlee and freshman Shelby Troyer, Ellie Welfley, and DeAndre Yoder rounding out the roster. In volleyball, you typically don't need a ton of depth like you might need in other sports, but at the same time, an injury here or there on a team with little depth can be a much bigger deal. So that might be something to watch, but I think this team can have another really good year and are looking to win their third straight conference championship. Like I said earlier, the season begins Tuesday, August 31st with varsity home games against EZAC opponent Salisbury Christian. That will start at 4 o'clock p.m. Come out and watch. We had to restrict attendance at games last year. At this point, we're not doing that this year, so anyone can come watch. If you can't get there, you can watch the volleyball game live on Facebook. And then Thursday, September 2nd, the varsity teams travel to another EZAC opponent and will play Holly Grove in Westover, Maryland at 4 o'clock. And the middle school teams kick off their seasons on Thursday at Calvary. Volleyball will play at 4 o'clock at Calvary at the school, and soccer will play at 4.15 at the DE Turf Sports Complex in Milford. Michelle Mass is coaching volleyball again. She's great. And Julio Gonzalez is taking over the head coaching role of the middle school soccer team. The first home games for middle school is Thursday, September 9th against Delmarva Christian. 
So thanks so much for listening. I hope you stay up to date on the seasons by coming to some games, following us on social media. We'll be talking with some of the volleyball and soccer players in our next episode, so stay tuned for that. Go Flames! Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Fan Into Flame podcast. Thanks for listening. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and do that. And if you don't follow us on all of our social media pages, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GoFlames1928. Fall sports are here at GMS, and we're excited to be kicking off a new season this week. All four of our fall sports teams will be action this week, starting with varsity home games against Salisbury Christian on Tuesday, August 31st. So make sure you check out our schedules and make plans to come out and watch some games and support our athletes and coaches. They've been working tremendously hard over the past few weeks getting ready for their first competitions. One reminder, if you want to purchase GMS Athletics gear, you can do so on our 323 Sports online spirit store, which is only open until Friday, September 3rd. So if you want to make a purchase, do so soon. We have a lot of good items there, t-shirts, polos, joggers, hats, lots of good stuff. Go to any of our social media pages for the links to that store. Before we preview the season, just wanted to mention that it's great to see some of our GMS alumni playing sports at the college level. We currently have three graduates playing three different sports in college at the NCAA Division III level. Alex Segal is a junior soccer player at Newman University in Aston, Pennsylvania. Alex is the all-time leader in assists here at GMS, one of the best to ever play here, and him and his Newman teammates start their seasons on Wednesday, September 1st at home against Rosemont College. One of the cool things about the D3 level is that you can find a free live stream of just about any game out there. So if you go to Newman's website, you can watch Alex's games on your phone or your computer. Drew Kramer is a senior football player at Geneva College in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. Drew is a running back this year, and they play their first game on Saturday, September 4th at the College of Worcester. We had Drew on a couple episodes ago talking about what it's like to be a college football player, so check that out and then follow along with their season. Uh, Andrew Acoff is a senior basketball player at Cairn University in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, just north of Philly. Their schedule hasn't been released yet, but they typically start games in mid-November, so stay tuned on that. Now, let's look a little bit at our fall teams, starting with varsity soccer. After having a few years of roster consistency, this year's team will look much different than last year. Of the 20 players on last year's roster, 12 are no longer on the team, 10 of whom were graduating seniors. That's a lot of roster turnover, and you're looking at a very young team this season. Gone are some of the best to ever play here. Augie Pacheco is the all-time leading goal scorer in GMS history with 102 goals. His brother Christian Quillen, along with Kobe Wright and Austin Schwarzenegger, were anchors of the back line for the last four years. Josh Willie is fourth all-time in assists and was a dynamic attacking player for four years. Carson Yutzi was an underrated part of the attack and was the third leading goal scorer in the DBCAC last season. That's a lot of talent that will no longer be on the field this year. And they led GMS soccer to a lot of team success over the past several years. Since we joined the DBCAC five years ago, the soccer program has played in five league championships, won three of them, and had a regular season record of 53 wins, three losses, and one tie. The only current league teams to have beaten us are Chestertown and Calvary. It's been a pretty dominant run over the last five years for the soccer program. Part of that is the talent, part of that is the experience, and the reality is you lost a lot of that as we head into a new season. But there are some solid returning players that will have to look uh, to step into new leading roles. 
Senior David Mendez has played keeper the last two years and has been phenomenal in the back in that role. He's also a great attacking player and hasn't really gotten to show that the last two years as the keeper. Juniors Nevin Yutzi and Cody Zare also will need to step in and fill some voids left by the graduating seniors. Nevin was sixth in the DVCAC in goals and fourth in assists last season and plays as hard as anyone. And I was very impressed with Cody's play in defending the last half of the season in the spring. He really became a solid piece to that back line and will look to be the leading man this year. So it's definitely a much different team than last year. There's been a lot of league games over the past five years where the outcome of the game was never really in question, even before the game started. You're looking at a much more competitive league schedule this year for our boys. Chestertown didn't lose a lot of players from a really solid team last year that took us to the brink in the championship game. Concord finished tied for second in the regular season last year. They also return a lot of guys. Calvary returns most of their top scorers from last season. And I would imagine the teams in our league are excited to play against a really young, inexperienced GMS team. And it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. This team can still compete for a championship, but it won't be the dominating teams that we've seen the last several years. One thing I do know is that Coach Nathan Bechtel will have his team ready and prepared. They've been working really hard, and I'm really excited to watch this team play. While soccer is mostly a brand new team, Varsity Volleyball is the opposite. Coach Amber Clausen has almost her entire roster returning from last year's championship team, and the expectations are high for this group. They do lose a four-year all-conference player in Riley Humphreys, and she'll be greatly missed, but they return all the other starters besides Riley. Juniors Kaylin Yoder and Amber Humphreys, and sophomores Lexi Kramer, Lacey Mast, and Faith Troyer all return, and that group of five is very talented. They all have their ways that they contribute, and they're a lot of fun to work to watch. I'm telling you, if you have not watched these girls play, you need to come to some games this year. Last year, they had an overall record of 19-2. and Their only losses were to Central Christian and Chestertown, both of whom they played and beat later in the season. And in both of their losses, they were a little shorthanded due to some missing players. And without that, they may have well run the table last year and not lost any games. But they defeated Calvary 3-1 in the DVCAC Championship. And I heard about some comments made before the game from the referee pointing out the height difference between our girls and Calvary. We were majorly undersized compared to them, but this team plays hard and makes up for their lack of height with tremendous athleticism. Like I said, this team is talented. Most of them have played together for a number of years now. They don't have a lot of depth. They only have nine girls on the roster this year. In addition to the five I mentioned earlier, you have sophomore Gabby Greenley and freshman Shelby Troyer, Ellie Welfley, and DeAndre Yoder rounding out the roster. In volleyball, you typically don't need a ton of depth like you might need in other sports, but at the same time, an injury here or there on a team with little depth can be a much bigger deal. So that might be something to watch, but I think this team can have another really good year and are looking to win their third straight conference championship. Like I said earlier, the season begins Tuesday, August 31st with varsity home games against EZAC opponent Salisbury Christian. That will start at 4 o'clock p.m. Come out and watch. We had to restrict attendance at games last year. At this point, we're not doing that this year, so anyone can come watch. If you can't get there, you can watch the volleyball game live on Facebook. And then Thursday, September 2nd, the varsity teams travel to another EZAC opponent and will play Holly Grove in Westover, Maryland at 4 o'clock. And the middle school teams kick off their seasons on Thursday at Calvary. Volleyball will play at 4 o'clock at Calvary at the school, and soccer will play at 4.15 at the DE Turf Sports Complex in Milford. 
Michelle Mass is coaching volleyball again. She's great. And Julio Gonzalez is taking over the head coaching role of the middle school soccer team. The first home games for middle school is Thursday, September 9th against Delmarva Christian. So thanks so much for listening. I hope you stay up to date on the seasons by coming to some games, following us on social media. We'll be talking with some of the volleyball and soccer players in our next episode, so stay tuned for that. Go Flames! Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Fan Into Flame podcast. Thanks for listening. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and do that. And if you don't follow us on all of our social media pages, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GoFlames1928. Fall sports are here at GMS, and we're excited to be kicking off a new season this week. All four of our fall sports teams will be action this week, starting with varsity home games against Salisbury Christian on Tuesday, August 31st. So make sure you check out our schedules and make plans to come out and watch some games and support our athletes and coaches. They've been working tremendously hard over the past few weeks getting ready for their first competitions. One reminder, if you want to purchase GMS Athletics gear, you can do so on our 323 Sports online spirit store, which is only open until Friday, September 3rd. So if you want to make a purchase, do so soon. We have a lot of good items there, t-shirts, polos, joggers, hats, lots of good stuff. Go to any of our social media pages for the links to that store. Before we preview the season, just wanted to mention that it's great to see some of our GMS alumni playing sports at the college level. We currently have three graduates playing three different sports in college at the NCAA Division III level. Alex Segal is a junior soccer player at Newman University in Aston, Pennsylvania. Alex is the all-time leader in assists here at GMS, one of the best to ever play here, and him and his Newman teammates start their seasons on Wednesday, September 1st at home against Rosemont College. One of the cool things about the D3 level is that you can find a free live stream of just about any game out there. So if you go to Newman's website, you can watch Alex's games on your phone or your computer. Drew Kramer is a senior football player at Geneva College in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. Drew is a running back this year, and they play their first game on Saturday, September 4th at the College of Worcester. We had Drew on a couple episodes ago talking about what it's like to be a college football player, so check that out and then follow along with their season. Uh, Andrew Acoff is a senior basketball player at Cairn University in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, just north of Philly. Their schedule hasn't been released yet, but they typically start games in mid-November, so stay tuned on that. Now, let's look a little bit at our fall teams, starting with varsity soccer. After having a few years of roster consistency, this year's team will look much different than last year. Of the 20 players on last year's roster, 12 are no longer on the team, 10 of whom were graduating seniors. That's a lot of roster turnover, and you're looking at a very young team this season. Gone are some of the best to ever play here. Augie Pacheco is the all-time leading goal scorer in GMS history with 102 goals. His brother Christian Quillen, along with Kobe Wright and Austin Schwarzenegger, were anchors of the back line for the last four years. Josh Willie is fourth all-time in assists and was a dynamic attacking player for four years. Carson Yutzi was an underrated part of the attack and was the third leading goal scorer in the DVCAC last season. That's a lot of talent that will no longer be on the field this year. And they led GMS soccer to a lot of team success over the past several years. Since we joined the DVCAC five years ago, the soccer program has played in five league championships, won three of them, 
and had a regular season record of 53 wins, three losses, and one tie. The only current league teams to have beaten us are Chestertown and Calvary. It's been a pretty dominant run over the last five years for the soccer program. Part of that is the talent, part of that is the experience, and the reality is you lost a lot of that as we head into a new season. But there are some solid returning players that will have to look uh, to step into new leading roles. Senior David Mendez has played keeper the last two years and has been phenomenal in the back in that role. He's also a great attacking player and hasn't really gotten to show that the last two years as the keeper. Juniors Nevin Yutzi and Cody Zare also will need to step in and fill some voids left by the graduating seniors. Nevin was sixth in the DVCAC in goals and fourth in assists last season and plays as hard as anyone. And I was very impressed with Cody's play in defending the last half of the season in the spring. He really became a solid piece to that back line and will look to be the leading man this year. So it's definitely a much different team than last year. There's been a lot of league games over the past five years where the outcome of the game was never really in question, even before the game started. You're looking at a much more competitive league schedule this year for our boys. Chestertown didn't lose a lot of players from a really solid team last year that took us to the brink in the championship game. Concord finished tied for second in the regular season last year. They also return a lot of guys. Calvary returns most of their top scorers from last season. And I would imagine the teams in our league are excited to play against a really young, inexperienced GMS team. And it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. This team can still compete for a championship, but it won't be the dominating teams that we've seen the last several years. One thing I do know is that Coach Nathan Bechtel will have his team ready and prepared. They've been working really hard, and I'm really excited to watch this team play. While soccer is mostly a brand new team, Varsity Volleyball is the opposite. Coach Amber Clausen has almost her entire roster returning from last year's championship team, and the expectations are high for this group. They do lose a four-year all-conference player in Riley Humphreys, and she'll be greatly missed, but they return all the other starters besides Riley. Juniors Kaylin Yoder and Amber Humphreys, and sophomores Lexi Kramer, Lacey Mast, and Faith Troyer all return, and that group of five is very talented. They all have their ways that they contribute, and they're a lot of fun to work to watch. I'm telling you, if you have not watched these girls play, you need to come to some games this year. Last year, they had an overall record of 19-2. and two. Their only losses were to Central Christian and Chestertown, both of whom they played and beat later in the season. And in both of their losses, they were a little shorthanded due to some missing players. And without that, they may have well run the table last year and not lost any games. But they defeated Calvary 3-1 in the DVCAC Championship. And I heard about some comments made before the game from the referee pointing out the height difference between our girls and Calvary. We were majorly undersized compared to them, but this team plays hard and makes up for their lack of height with tremendous athleticism. Like I said, this team is talented. Most of them have played together for a number of years now. They don't have a lot of depth. They only have nine girls on the roster this year. In addition to the five I mentioned earlier, you have sophomore Gabby Greenlee and freshman Shelby Troyer, Ellie Welfley, and DeAndre Yoder rounding out the roster. In volleyball, you typically don't need a ton of depth like you might need in other sports, but at the same time, an injury here or there on a team with little depth can be a much bigger deal. So that might be something to watch, but I think this team can have another really good year and are looking to win their third straight conference championship. Like I said earlier, the season begins Tuesday, August 31st with varsity home games against EZAC opponent Salisbury Christian. That will start at 4 o'clock p.m. Come out and watch. We had to restrict attendance at games last year. At this point, we're not doing that this year, so anyone can come watch. If you can't get there, you can watch the volleyball game live on Facebook. 
And then Thursday, September 2nd, the varsity teams travel to another EZAC opponent and will play Holly Grove in Westover, Maryland at 4 o'clock. And the middle school teams kick off their seasons on Thursday at Calvary. Volleyball will play at 4 o'clock at Calvary at the school, and soccer will play at 4.15 at the DE Turf Sports Complex in Milford. Michelle Mass is coaching volleyball again. She's great. And Julio Gonzalez is taking over the head coaching role of the middle school soccer team. The first home games for middle school is Thursday, September 9th against Delmarva Christian. So thanks so much for listening. I hope you stay up to date on the seasons by coming to some games, following us on social media. We'll be talking with some of the volleyball and soccer players in our next episode, so stay tuned for that. Go Flames!